Well, third grade, it is the tenth and final installment of Measured Acres. And in today's story, it was getting to be the holidays. And it was a Saturday night, and the family was home warming their house. But Ma and Pa were getting ready to go out. Because even farmers sometimes have to go out, have a good time with their friends, and see some people. And they were getting ready to go on over the hill to a neighbor's house who was having a bit of a barn party. Now this barn party, children weren't supposed to be coming. So they said, well son, we think you're old enough now that you can stay home and watch the girls. As long as y'all stay inside, don't make any trouble, and be safe. And the children all said, oh please, can we come? We want to go to a barn party. There's going to be dancing and cakes and sweets and music. Come on, please, please. And Ma said, no, no, no. This is for me and Pa. We never get to go out. And sometimes adults got to be adults. And you children stay here and be children. But don't be naughty children. And the youngest one said, well, when are you going to be back? Will we be asleep? And they said, oh, we hope you're asleep. But we don't know. We'll try not to be too late. We promise to be back before midnight. None of the children had ever stayed up before midnight, but in their minds they all promised they would stay up until Mom and Dad had come home. So, Mom and Pa hitched up the horse to the wagon, and they waved goodbye after they put on their heavy coats and their scarves and their hat and their gloves, and they rolled on out of the front of the house, down the, the road, out the gate, and up the road and over the hill to the barn party. And the four children were left alone for the first time. And they were a little scared and a little nervous. And they wondered, when are Mom and Pa going to be home? How long do you think they'll be gone? Because see, the sun had gone down because it was getting to be winter time. And the days were getting shorter and the nights were getting longer. And they said, I know. I'm going to measure. Because they were a measuring family. They thought, we're going to measure how long Mom and Pa are gone. And so they had to come up with a way to measure just how long Mom and Pa were going to be at this barn party. Now, before Mom and Pa left, they had left the fire in the fireplace raging so that the house would be nice and toasty and warm. And the oldest child, the boy, he knew how to tend to the fire and add logs to it. And as he threw a big fat yule log onto the fire to keep them warm for the next coming hours, the littlest child, the little girl, she said, I bet Mom and Pa get back before that log burns up. And they all looked at the log and they thought, hmm, she could be right. I don't really know. And so the log started to catch on fire and slowly burn away in the fireplace. And the little girl, no matter what was being said or what the other three children were doing, kept stealing glances over to the log and checking how long it was going to be before Mom and Pa returned, because she thought for sure they'd be back before the log had burned all away. Well, the middle child, the middle daughter, she was sitting there looking at the log with the little one and kept hearing this drip, 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 drip coming from the kitchen. And she had a brilliant idea of her own. She said, hey, I know. You hear that dripping? Why, it sounds like every time a water drips through that bucket with a hole in the bottom, sounds like the ticking of a second to me. 
just like the little one likes to count. Those are seconds. I bet if I fill that bucket full of water all the way to the top, that Ma and Pa will be back before the water gets all the way to the bottom. That's how I'm going to measure how long they're gone. And so she called her little bucket with water in it a water clock, which is a way that people used to tell time thousands of years ago. Now, the middle daughter, she was thinking, no, the oldest daughter, sorry, not the middle daughter, the oldest daughter. The oldest daughter, she was reading by the fireside, but the fire wasn't bright enough for her to read, nor was the yule log burning bright enough. And so she was sitting in her chair, safely reading by a candle that was in a glass case so it would not catch anything else on fire. And these children were for farm children. So they knew how to use candles and the fireplace safely. Their pa and ma had taught them well. Fire safety. None of you, please, play with candles or fire at home without your ma or pa at home. Now, this is old, too. <laughs> old times. So, <laughs> she said, hey, I've got an idea. What if I took my sewing needles and stuck them into this candle? And as the candle burns down... I'll know how long it's been burning by when the needle falls out of the candle because it's melted away. So she stuck one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pins into the candle that she was reading by. And she waited, and she waited, and the candle melted down and melted down. And as she was reading, the first pin, blink fell out of the wax because it had melted to the top of her line of needles. And she said, see, it's keeping perfect track of time. My candle clock is going to be the one that, that Mom and Pa will be back. I bet by the time the second to last pin drops out, they'll be walking in the door ready to kiss us and tuck us into bed. Even if we stay up till midnight, they won't be mad. And the boy... He was a little, uh, he took himself a little seriously. And he knew that up on the shelf there was an old antique hourglass. Now this was a glass that had a glass jar kind of on the bottom and a real skinny part in the middle and another glass jar on the top. And the bottom was full of a fine sand. And he knew if you tipped it over, that sand would start falling through the crack right in the middle, that skinny, skinny, narrow part of the glass. And eventually, it would measure out the time that Ma and Pa were gone too. And he said, I'm guessing that Ma and Pa are going to be gone for two hours, tops. Maybe three. So, he said, I'm going to turn this hourglass one time, and when it empties, I'm going to turn it a second time. And shoot, I bet you're right, three hours. I'm going to turn it a third time. And he said, this is going to be the exact time Mom and Pa get back. And so the children had their devices. And they waited. And they talked. And they played. And they giggled. And they even snuck a little apple pie. But as the night grew on, the yule log burnt down lower and lower. And the fire in the fireplace grew dimmer and dimmer. And the girl who was reading by the fire put her book, closed her book because her eyes were starting to feel heavy. 
and only four pins had dropped out of the candle. And the bucket of water kept dripping, dripping, dripping. But they forgot all about that as far as a measurement of time because their sink was always dripping anyway. And the hourglass, it got turned over once. And the oldest child, the boy, he was so vigilant he turned it over a second time. But somewhere in between the second and the third time, his eyes began to get tired and sleepy too. And so he noticed his sister was sleeping with her book on her lap with a candle lit next to her. And he went and he blew out the candle because he didn't want that to be dangerous. And he sat down on the couch next to his, the, the oldest girl, who was also dozing off. And eventually, all the children fell asleep in the living room. One on the sofa, one on the chair, and two on the floor by the fire. They weren't sure how long they were sleeping like that in the living room. When they heard a buggy pull up outside, and they heard their ma's laughter, and they heard Pa putting the horse away in the barn, and their mother came in, and just as they heard her open the door and peek through to see if the children were still awake, the little cuckoo clock on the wall, which was from Switzerland and beautifully carved, and had intricate gears and springs inside and kept perfect time, even though the design was nearly 500 years old. The little cuckoo chirped out of its hole and began to chirp, signaling that it was midnight. And the ma looked at all her children asleep in the living room, and pa came through the door to join her. And they sighed and were happy that they had such beautiful children and such a wonderful Happy life there on Measured Acres Farm. And before Ma and Pa woke the children up and brought them up to bed, Ma whispered to Pa, You know, I love to measure things, but there's no way to measure the love this family has for each other. And Pa smiled and gave her a hug. And they gently carried their children up to their beds and tucked them in. And everyone at Measured Acres went to bed with a smile on their face that night. And as they slept, they each dreamed of the seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, and seasons that they would get to spend together, farming and working, and measuring things together as one happy family. The End.